All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome back to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth, and we are here to talk Nuggets basketball. Zareth, how's it going? Hey, uh, Nuggets are winning right right this moment. They were down <laughs> 15 at the half, and they are winning right now. So pretty good. Pretty good. And I hope Tilo is watching this and the Nuggets game right now. I am sure he's not. He's hiding in a corner right now. He probably is. <laughs> yeah, he was talking smack uh, during their podcast recently. So, I'm, uh, yeah. I, you know, it's all good, man. We all have those bad years. It it's kind of feels like poetic justice just a little bit for the Nuggets to to be doing. Like, the Lakers have done this to the Nuggets so many times. Like, it's... <laughs> It's, not, it's like, hey, let us have one time at least. Right. I like it was like, fine, fine, one one time only. You can have this one year. <laughs> yep. I'm like, yes, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but on to actual stuff. Indeed. Um, it real things like uh, <laughs> pixels on our phones. Like, like pixels <laughs> on our phones. Yes, exactly. Star Wars um, shaped pixels. Pixels on our phones that have not changed because CG has literally been silent. Apparently, CG took the week off last week, much like us. Um, No announcements other than, oops, we said we fixed the multiple attempts on the raid and we didn't. So enjoy that until we fix it. I I have to say, though. Well, so and when did they announce the new currency look? Was that last week or was it the week before? That was the week before. Okay. Um, or, well, it might have been, hold on, I can tell you, it might have been last week, but we are, we for sure talked about it last, on the podcast um, last week. Oh, yeah, the, no problem. Um, no, one, one way or another, they were pretty quiet. And frankly, I think they needed it, man. Like, I, I know that people are like, yeah, the nugget, or the nuggets. The nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. For those of you who don't understand who the nuggets are, it's a, a, basketball team all right um from denver so that, that matters to me um and the, the game is going on right now but um anyways the uh it, you just have to think that cg like the developers they they worked like to launch that raid is, is a pretty enormous thing for them and people say like well they they, they messed up they, they don't deserve rest and i actually think that that's kind of false uh like that's that's a fallacy because just because they messed up some and like they should try to make it right and stuff like it's emotionally exhausting it's uh it's it's very challenging for for them on a lot of different levels and um i i don't know i i guess if we want them to just not totally be crazy burnt out and hate life and like just mail it in on the next updates like they they put out all the really bad fires and then like they they were still at work i'm sure they were still working on stuff oh, yeah. but like uh, like taking a week to just not get, be criticized is probably going to be beneficial for all of us frankly right and right now the only bug in the raid is one that's player friendly so you know take your time cg take a week right. off take two uh, no people aren't going to complain um well I, it is well, kind they of will. It is kind of a nice little like bridge kind of uh, bug too, because you know, like a lot of guilds are like, yeah, we're getting the thing, we're getting the um, 
the, the next crate level or whatever, right. the next reward. But uh, everyone's taking like seven attempts. And, you know, like, I, I know that Husky Patrol is slowly dialing it in. Like, people are getting more and more uh, damage in and earlier, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people are just starting to increase their damage. Like, I, my damage has gone up, you know, 500,000 in the last couple uh times because i've figured yep. out you know new new techniques and stuff and so uh, you know it's kind of nice to have a couple weeks for guilds who are like almost there to be getting the reward while they're dialing it in and then once they fix the bug you know right hopefully a lot of people will already be where they need to be yeah so what was it uh when the raid first launched and it didn't launch that long ago what was it was two weeks ago like almost to the day two weeks ago we had what three or four guilds that hit two sixty five, and right now we're at sixteen. So it literally quadrupled in two weeks the number of guilds hitting two sixty five. Well, I I think I think that like people just didn't realize how much damage their roster could do. Right. Like, yeah. like they they jump in and they they'd be like just flailing around and they'd be like yeah five hundred thousand sounds good you're like dude you could easily could have gotten a million from that. Right. Yeah, that that is a big thing. There was a lot of button pushing and like the 130 box, which now obviously it's changed. Um, but the very first one, it was what 90 exactly 90 guilds hit 130, and now it's 182. Um so nice it, exactly what everyone kind of predicted, even while they had their pitchforks out of hey, give it two to three weeks and we'll figure out the teams in that time and, you know, you'll be better after the first week, I promise. And that's kind of what's happening now. 182 for the 130 box is probably probably still a little low. And not a little. I I would think that it should be higher um, than 182. But there's also a few guilds that are like at like 10 guilds at 129. Um, I think I am very interested to see in two more weeks. So when we've had this raid for a month, I'm interested to see where we end up. Like what, how many guilds are hitting the now 130 box, which is the old equivalent of the 230 box. Yeah. Like rewards wise, you mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah. I, did they change the damage? To, but, but no, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I mean rewards wise, because that 130 box. So I know the old 130 box was like, oh my God, we have to hit this. But now the 130 box is, it's kind of, uh, oh my God, we have to hit it. Because when you analyze like the difference in the rewards between not getting it and getting it, mm -hmm. it is insanely, like, insanely beneficial to hit that 130 box. Right. Uh, I mean, it really is. It's an interesting thing. Like, a lot of times it's it's just the guild needs to be able to actually exert some will over, over the players, too. I mean, <laughs> people be slacking if they if they yeah. can't think they can, even if they even if they don't realize they're shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, <laughs> it, absolutely. Um, and the especially when they're complaining about the rewards and then they don't do anything to make the rewards better. Like, even if you don't like the rewards, at least go for the better ones. Um, 
Right. But I, I, I am happy to see that the people hitting 130 has literally doubled in two weeks. I think that's, I think that's a good sign for the raid. No, I mean that that is good. Um, yeah, people just needed to get their crap in order. You also have to think that there's probably a lot of people just ditching their old guilds and joining better guilds, kind of. Uh sure. I I am I am very very confident that that's happening. Uh, I've seen a few people leaving, even in the high end. Uh, I've seen a few people leaving because they basically said. Our guild's not putting a priority on this, and I want R eight, <laughs> you know. And this 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 raid is. I mean, we we talked about it before. The rewards are kind of based on getting you R eight and R nine. Like Mark three currency is solely there to get you R eight and R nine. Right. Uh, oh yeah, it's um. So how are you finding the rewards so far? Um that's a tough that's tough. Um because I definitely noticed the loss of credits. It doesn't help that last week was the GAC off week, so I didn't get any so it's always light on credits that week, you know? But I'm definitely noticing it right now. But with that said, I have been able to apply so much gear to so many characters on my roster because I'm not just getting like random crap piece A. Um, I went in and I now I've reached the point where I will never need a Carbonti again because of this raid. I, I will never need a stun gun again because of this raid, because now I should just get both naturally through, you know, the challenges and stuff. Um, I was able to get six characters up last week from like gear eight up to gear 12. I had 13 characters on my roster that were not gear 12 or higher, and now it's down to six. Um, I have applied numerous R5 to R7s, mostly on raid teams. So I know everyone said, oh, you could have gotten more before, except for I didn't have time to hit the Sith Raid before. And so I'm getting substantially more here than I have ever gotten in this game. Mm. Um, so <laughs> I am finding them quite great, minus minus the credits. The credit thing really is like you, you just have to have you have to be real, real cautious with your credits because they, they just go away pretty quick. Right. Yeah. Um, a little bit sad, frankly. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it seems like the new rewards are really good. I it's it's hard to say because I, I always I I just have this this disconnect of like with with my two smaller accounts. Well, my big account, I'm like, well, I have enough stuff anyways, basically. And when I want something, a lot of times, I mean, it's nice. You just go in there and buy some impulse detectors or whatever. And yeah. like it, and it just constantly flows in. Like every three days is a crazy fast amount to be just chugging along with all, all these tokens. Um, but especially like Prevail Man is that, that small of account. I'm like, yeah. man, I need, I need so much gear so badly. Like I'm so parched that it doesn't feel like anything has changed even though it probably has, it just seems yeah. like I'm just like, yeah, I should be applying this much gear because I need it. 
you That's know, fair. like, well, it, it's it's that kind of classic thing of, of like, uh, you don't realize uh, something is going really well until you kind of lose it or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you're like, oh, okay, now I have perspective. But like for for me, like, it, it's just kind of this weird thing of my that account started and then all of the raids froze almost instantly <laughs> that's true um and, and so i went from like nothing at all for like a few weeks just not getting a single damn thing and then yeah. i suddenly i'm getting this i'm like oh hey i'm getting rewards this is what it's like yeah um what box is prevail man getting uh i think it's just the 25 box right now they're trying to get to the 90 yeah. um okay Oh, and and that's that's why I say like so you know no no, sh- no shade at these guys they're they're like four hundred g four hundred million GP yeah and um I, I just think it's tough with like they're it, it's it's astounding to me how many people in a more casual guild are just like yeah I, of course I don't have Jabba why would I have farmed Jabba yet <laughs> right and I'm like. Right. How is Jabba not on your radar? Like so many people are like, yeah, we're gonna farm. I'm, I'm gonna farm Jabba too. Hey, me too. Like everyone's like, I'm gonna be a hero and farm Jabba for the guild. I'm like, just like just do it for yourself, you know. Like, I, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, not, not and no, like that their, their playing experience should be what it is. I'm not looking down on them. I'm truly not. It, right. It's just it's like an eye opener though, because sure. Because I'm like, oh, this is this is like the standard way guilds operate, and that's not bad. It's just like I, I think you know, it's just you you have your blind spots in, in certain yeah. elements of the game, and it's like I I talk to people who in this game who are in bigger guilds, and they're all competitive, and we all we're all used to the same stuff, and so when there's something different, I don't know, it's not bad. It's just like oh. Hey there. So I, I have no doubt that we'll get to the 90k box here pretty soon, but it's we're, we're not there yet. Yeah, I, and that's fair. I mean, Prevail Man, well, you it's hiding in a much bigger guild than it probably warrants, but it's still not in a huge guild. I mean, there's at that size, there's so many places to focus because TB, like where we are with our main accounts, TB kind of doesn't matter but when you're when you're still 400 million you're still trying to hit the magic boxes um so you, you also have that focus which ironically java helps greatly with um well, i mean yeah he's i keep wanting to make a video of like get okay link this to your friends who don't have java who are saying they right. don't need java like <laughs> yeah link this because there, then I'm like, man, I, it might just be like the really long video because there are so many reasons to have Java right now. <laughs> there are, there are, and and the day that the crate raid dies, Java will still be damn useful. <laughs> like right. that's that's the thing about him. So it's not like getting your Tuscans to R eight. It's it's literally like the day the crate rate dies, Java is still going to be useful. Right. Well, so for a while I was I was on that on that account, you know, the smaller account within the the smaller guild that I'm in. Uh not to call them small, mind you, it's just smaller than the other ones that I'm in. Um I uh I for a little bit I was toying with I'm like, okay, so farming five characters and gearing them, not nearly as work intensive as trying to get Jabba 
farmed and done. <laughs> and then yeah. when I lo- when I looked at everything and I was like, it's going to take a long time to even just farm all the Tuscans anyways. Uh, like I'll, I'll, right. just, I'll just have all the job requirements, like at least farmed by then. Anyways, I may as well just go for Jabba. You know, yeah. but but the big thing is so the the thing from that account is I don't have uh Boosh or Scando even unlocked right now or Kersantin. Like oh, that yeah. I didn't even do yeah. the marquees on them because I skipped, you know, I sat out for 300 days and that that just happened to be part of those. So um I, I have to work on them, but then the other huge, huge factor on that account is I have to work on some kind of fleet thing, and I, I can't get Leviathan. I can't angle for that because I don't have Malgus. I won't have Malgus for years, probably. Um, so trying to get, trying to figure out like the best way to kind of layer all my different farms. It's been interesting, but um, sure. but yeah, like Jabba is the best choice for most people. I would say like it, if it people are in certain situations circumstances they should just realize you don't have to work on job but immediately depending on what your situation is right like, you know it's it's a challenge for sure um it can be a challenge but like uh, it doesn't even matter i'm working on star killer and even even though star killer is gac which we've already established gac is just a hobby at this point um mm-hmm. like it's also going to open the doors for a lot of other things such as uh proving grounds which you and i have the biggest blind spot for because we don't we don't have access to it we can't even play it if we if we wanted to i got i got to play it once when it was bugged does that count (laughs) right i mean Uh yeah i've I've done one-off things yeah i'm like oh yeah that was cool that one time i I, yeah i beat that level with treya once yeah it was right that was cool um all right, so you you mentioned fleet things, and that actually, since there's no news from CG, I'm going to thread in a podcast question early, uh, because last week we talked about Leviathan, and, you know, th- there was talk of its importance and how you could just climb in arena, likely, with any of the other two fleets. Um, so we actually... Somebody asked about it now of the Leviathan is obviously built to beat the current fleets, at least CG says. So do you really think that you want to off meta uh, fleet arena every single day when fleet arena is so important for crystals? Uh, I mean, you, you really, you really need. So uh, off meta is nice to practice and all of that. Like, uh, but but it's nice to not not have to. I swear, there's been times that I, I've done the off meta thing just to practice, and it's like, man, I I had the bad RNG a couple times in a row, and I about threw my phone because I was you know pushing the clock. Like, it's good to have your right. back fleet of just being like, okay, all right, we're done, we're good. <laughs> yeah, here here okay, here's the win. Here's let me just climb, especially God. I mean, I just honestly want to get out of the profundity bar- uh, meta. I hate the profundity meta with such a passion because of the whole damn RNG on is this stupid Falcon going to assist? And it never assists when you need it to. Well, the opponent right. always does, obviously. I will be so damn happy the day I don't have to rely on profundity anymore. Like, I know we'll have to use it in GAC, 
I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh my god, the Falcon meta with Akbar was bad enough relying on will it assist. The profundity is just god, so, so happy to be seeing that go the way of the Dodo. Yeah, I agree. Like, it can be really entertaining sometimes when the Falcon's like, hey, I'll assist every time. Oh, like, yeah. It's comical how good how good Profundity is. Like, Profundity is Greedo. That's what it is. <laughs> That's, yes. Like, <laughs> so, sometimes you just get 13 shots in a row, you know? <laughs> so Sometimes that just happens. And, yeah. And you're like, all right, I, I don't, didn't need that many thank you could you have just like more right. evenly distributed those and <laughs> greedo and profundity answer together now <laughs> that's um god i it's just so bad uh it's it's like when i, I love on stream you're sitting there like all right this is god just pray for one falcon assist that's that's all i need and then all of a sudden, like you, you do your first attack, and like eight ships assist at once. And you're like, "Oh my god, I I basically got instant contract. That'll never happen again." And then you go in the very next time to do a battle, and you don't get a single assist. And it's like, "See, told you, <laughs> damn it." <laughs> Hans put the Falcon on autopilot so he can go get busy with Leia in the back. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's it's a it's a rough time man i um i agree like the assist thing it it just drives me totally bonkers you know same same as when it happens to you like you feel so helpless when they're just like i'll assist and i'll assist i'll do it too i'm doing it and you're like oh i never see this ever from mine or my opponent's ships yeah at this time i guess i'll just lose it's the old tie fighter fighter tie fighter pilot dodge the defense team always dodged. Mine never dodged. Never. Yeah, yeah, it's rough, man. Yeah. Life is life is hard. Yeah, I that being said, I mean, so there's always gonna be some element of RNG in fleets because there always is. What do you what are you hoping for from from the Leviathan? Like what do you think? What 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 would fix or I guess what would have the the greatest like healing impact from the trauma of fleets up to this point? See, here's the problem. No matter what we add, there's going to be a trauma of fleets. Like that, it's just. I mean, the executor mirrors were. We figured them out. They never stopped being a pain in the ass. Um, what do I what do I hope from the Leviathan though? I mean, there's going to need to be a thing on the Leviathan that prevents assists. Because that's that's how you beat both the executor and profundity, right? If you like kind of like uh how Boosh has the for three turns you can't attack out of or well you can't assist. Um like Leviathan has to have that because it'll stop. Razor Crest calling Xanadu blood, and it's going to stop. I mean, the entire profundity fleet. Like, that's what I want. Like, screw you, fleet. It's you're not assisting. I'm, I'm just going yeah. to come in and win. Right. Um. No, I. I mean, it's uh. You, you just have to wonder what um. 
Uh, so uh, moving forward, like all the fleets are going to have something like that. All and all of the Galactic Legends are going to have something like that. Like like Java has it, it just in the fort, like it's on Bush's kit. But it's like, all right, you can't assist, and that they go off the counters in the world. You know, yeah. It's like, yeah, you can gain turn meter, but no one can gain turn meter if they're not assisting. So you know, it's, it's right. Weird. Uh, the, the the teams that can get a lot of bonus turns, we've already shown, like Afra just deletes that team if she has her, well, when she had her cool Datacron, uh, because, you know, you could ignore, you could ignore that really ball-busting mechanic that the Java has. And yet you got to think that moving forward that that's what they're going to have. All of them, they're all going right. to have something that just restricts things like that, uh, because that's what makes them good. Like what what's awesome about the... Um, uh, about Jedi Master Kenobi, like they they released Lord Vader, and he looks on paper like Lord Vader should be way better than Kenobi, but it's right. that it's just that one little thing that it's like no one can gain turn meter, yeah. And if you can't gain bonus turn meter, then the the number of counters just vanishes. It just goes down to like, all right, I got one shot at this, right? Yeah, you know, Lord Vader, you're like, all right, well we'll chip away, you know, what we'll, we'll get him in five, you know, yeah. Um, Kenobi's like, nope, you're just not. You can't. Screw you. And <laughs> uh, yeah, like Leviathan seems like it needs something like that. Yeah. I also want Leviathan to have a stupid AI in mirrors. So it's easy to mirror. And on offense, it can destroy everything. Um, Because, you know, and I'm not saying this is wrong. It's actually probably right. But you know everybody is going to just stick it on defense because that's probably the right thing to do. Um, but let, give me an easy mirror. Just give me an easy mirror. Go ahead, stick it on defense. Yeah, You won't have to fight mine. I'll take a 73 because your AI is stupid. You'll take a 73 against my Radis, and we'll, the two will cancel, and we will call it a day, and everybody will be happy. Man, wow. I've been I, like lately in GAC. If I fight someone who puts like like the the a hole fleets down, yeah, um, I'm like, dude, the, the, that's so obnoxious of you. How like how could you? Like I I almost feel like, what are you doing? Like we all have this like almost gentleman's agreement. I feel like at this point, yeah. this this social contract of like. We'll put some fleets down to see if you you know you can spike some RNG, but it's not going to be a totally unapproachable disaster. Right. Well, so it's funny you've kind of fallen. So we talked about it last week in that you intentionally lost your last match to fall. Um, it's really the top one hundred that doesn't set FU fleets. Uh, more the top fifty that doesn't set FU fleets anymore, and. Once you fall below 200, everybody sets FU fleets. It's the funniest thing in the world to me. Like, the top is like, nah, we don't want to deal with this. Screw that. And then you you fall, still in Kyber 1, but you fall a little bit, and everyone's like, ah, screw my opponent. I'm setting FU fleets. It's like, <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I got to play with this. No, I mean, I, honestly, like, I... I'm good if people want to do that. I I can keep the fleets like that. This hasn't ever since I took profundity for offense. Like, uh, yeah, sometimes you get screwed by the RNG for sure. There, right. that is absolutely a thing. Um, but it's also um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's like well, 
yeah, I could beat it. So like, like uh, right, he, be, he beats all the things. You know, the other day I I just used Profundity Mirror Match, and I just took Ty Bomber. I'm like, why not? Oh yeah, when you that's if they, good. that's the nice part when they set um Profundity and then the triple attacker, and you can use the Chimera with Tie Defender and not need Tie Bomber, so you can throw it with Profundity, and you're just like, huh. So this is what ease is. I think like right. I went up my the last match I I tried to win. Um, I went up against Fu Fleets, and I think I got like a seventy three, a seventy two, and then it was the stupid Radis that I got like a sixty eight or a sixty nine on. I was so pissed because I hit I beat the two Meta Fleets for over seventy, and then Radis just with like an F-U-A-O-E at the end. Or no, it was Malevolence. Malevolence with an F-U-A-O-E at the end. And I was like, oh, damn it, really? Like, of all the fleets that I'm going to drop banners on, you're the one? Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I... I, I just hate that fleets is such a... Like, I, I don't know what where the lack of joy is. I think it's just because we can't... We can't mod like oh yeah i i mean it's, i've been saying that since the day ships have come out like let me have a turn order well i, I remember i asked some people once uh you know they, they were like um i think they're streaming or something um well they were streaming i'm, I'm being intentionally vague about who who though um <laughs> and so i asked them like do you think the game would exist uh uh if mods didn't like what do you think the game would still be around if mods didn't exist and i mean obviously i i kind of i think that maybe it wouldn't exist frankly like i I think that that customization is crazy important though maybe it's just me being blind and only like a small percentage use mods the way we do it's probably the case yeah um but i do think that like for me to enjoy this game mods were necessary and they exist and it's good um and and it's funny because it's like the CG didn't even intend to to create them. Right. Yeah, I so that's a good question. Will would it exist? I think it would exist. I don't think you would see anywhere near the amount of competitive play that you see now. I think it would exist as a Star Wars collector's game because there's a large number of people that just play this game as a collector. Um but I think a lot of the competitive side just wouldn't be playing the game. Right. Well, yeah, and you have to wonder how important are we well, to the game's success? I mean... We think the, we're pretty important. The competitive people between 1,000 and 2,000 clearly don't matter. CG had no problem kicking them to K2. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll find out when when they stop the squish we'll find out who's the important people. Yeah, uh we'll just have to see. Sorry I'm distracted the the end of the game is nigh here. Um <laughs> Yeah, so oh, hold on, so you said something about the squish just now? Yeah. Well, I mean, just that we'll find out who's important to CG once squish stops it's it's like oh whoa they're getting to the important people now now we can stop the squish 
That's that's when we'll find out who's actually important. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see. Um, <laughs> how much did you get squished? So, uh, oh, that's you know, I meant to look, and then I completely didn't. Hold on, I pull it up really fast. Um, well, apparently. Dot GG does not want to load fast. Uh, all right, let's see. I was 38.46 and I dropped to, oh no, I was 38.12 and I dropped to 37.30. So I dropped 82. 82. Dang, man. That's a lot. Yeah. I probably got squished less. I actually don't. I asked you that question. I'm like, I have no idea how much I was squished. Uh, <laughs> But so I'll tell you though, I did get squished to. Uh, if I lose two in a row now, I will be in Kyber two. Yeah, that's well. So it's week one, right? So we're gonna lose. Hold on, I think if I lose three, I'm in Kyber two, and I should be in the top two hundred. Um, minus forty two, minus forty one, minus forty. Yeah, if I lose all three this week, I'll be kicked into Kyber 2 from the top 200. If you lose how many? If I lose all three this week, I'll be in Kyber 2. Wow, okay, so you and I are actually fairly close here. Yeah, so I actually, that's absurd. Top 200, whoever's in my pod, or there's going to be somebody in my pod this week that drops all the way from 200 to Kyber 2. (laughs) Uh, you know what that that's what we've been saying though like no one's exempt from this this uh circling the drain like it's going to take a little longer for a few people but yeah we are all circling the drain like there's no no one no one is immune to it we're all just just getting there eventually kyber one won't exist and uh, it's been that's been the result i've wanted frankly like it's I just want CG to look real, like to be like, oh my gosh, how dumb are we? Like we don't even remember <laughs> one anymore. I, I, want, I want it for chaos, not for me. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I just want them to feel bad. That's uh, super immature. I realize, but well, here's the kicker: they don't, they don't feel bad. Um, because if they if they would feel bad, they would have changed something, and you know what? They haven't. So, yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't, man, I can't believe that you can be in the top 200 and by the end of the week, you're going to be in K2. I mean, it's absurd. It's so stupid. Like I'm I'm not, I'm I'm saying I wanted it to happen. I don't think it's okay. I think it's so dumb. I think it's the dumbest thing. Like what the actual secret, like tell us what's going on or tell us you don't know what the hell's going on. Like tell us something instead of just ignoring it. it, It's ridiculous and obnoxious and stupid. And someone in the top 200 should not be in the risk of falling to the next division just because they happen to have a lot of talented opponents, like super obnoxious. Well, not even talented opponent opponents. Just week one is worth more than week two because week two, that somebody in the top two hundred will not fall to K two. Um. So, man, I I just like that's just so 
you said stupid, and so I'm going to agree, because it, it is. It's just so stupid. Like, so, just so stupid. How how can you have somebody, because somebody that's in the top 200 obviously puts effort into it, right? Actually tries, has a roster that means they're probably not that free to play. And you're just going to say, yeah, no, screw you. We don't, we just don't care. But, uh, yeah. It, it makes, it makes so, no sense at all. Zero. Absolutely zero. Um, yeah, like, like, I just, it, it just, it feels so unprofessional too. Right. You know, right. it's like. Really, you guys make this this many millions of dollars on this game? You just don't know what the hell like a leaderboard is or something, right? But don't worry, we have a community manager that lets us know what he has for lunch every single day. He's been, he's been doing this job for a long time. We gotta give him some credit for for being yeah. really good at his job for that. Yeah, he'll take it <laughs> to the team. His team is his peanut butter and jelly sandwich that he had. Yeah, he's um, gonna he's gonna let him know, help right, and, and if, yeah, then he his team will will inform his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why we need Savitar to do his damn community manager job. Come on, Savitar, what are you doing? Um. Yeah, Savitar, what would you say you do here? <laughs> Wait. Uh, but really though, like when what do you think? What what is the line? Like what's going to happen when somebody in the top one hundred drops to Kyber two? Um, because that's like two seasons away at the rate we're going. Like that that's top two hundred is absurd. Somebody in the top one hundred dropping to Kyber two just because somebody has to. Like you've created a system where somebody has to go 0 and three in the top 100 like how is that good how is that good for the game to drop from the top 100 to kyber 2 like how is that motivational to somebody to say i'm gonna spend more money so i don't drop uh like i I don't get it i don't i just don't get it yeah i uh i don't get it at all It, it makes no sense to me um yeah. Um. And and by the way, yeah, huge shout out to the Nuggets who won and are in the championship game of the championship series now. <laughs> See, and, they're going to drop to Kyber two next next series. Right. Uh-huh. Like if if they if they lose three, they're in Kyber two. <laughs> um. Like so, man. I I just how how do you let this go on? for so long um jimmy butler's gonna full clear them uh, <laughs> he might man <laughs> uh, <laughs> i love the mixed basketball gac metaphors this is hilarious <laughs> uh you know what we really need to do put on the full core press see there he goes Aerith. uh we're, we're and just bombard them every day like CG, you're stupid. Of course, you're going to get banned because they have a literal troll that is a moderator. So they have a moderator on the forums that is a literal troll. And then they have a community manager 
that is a literal troll to the community. I'm seeing a pattern here. Um, right. Do, yeah. How many CG or how many trolls do you think CG thinks are affiliated with them, though? I I mean I don't know how you've ever seen a post by Ultra on the forums before he became a moderator and thought he wasn't a troll. I I seriously I was like, oh, it must be a different Ultra. It's not. When I when I saw <laughs> yeah. when I saw that the yeah. Ultra was was the uh, moderator, I was like, there's there's just no way. Right. There's no way. Right. <laughs> oh man! And the best part is he doesn't even play the game anymore. <laughs> he hasn't played the game before he was before he was made a moderator. He stopped playing <laughs> the game, and he was still on the forums trolling people. <laughs> And having not played the game anymore. <laughs> the comments are killing me here, man. Yeah. The Lakers didn't do enough mod refreshes all season. <laughs> Rook Heron says about four trolls in Lord <laughs> of the Rings. <laughs> oh. Uh, that's so good, man. Denver had better datacrons. It's true. That's, they did. They did. It's good that they, they paid attention. They, they, they were. Com- Decided to play competitively this this season. Um, yeah, <laughs> super good though. Um, yeah, I I just it's like I don't think they think there's a problem, and I think we're just uh, so. I know the community has mixed feelings about Datacrons. Some people love them. Some people absolutely despise them. A lot of people are actually coming around to them. I've seen that a lot lately. Like, oh, I used yeah. to think Datacrons were awful. Now I don't think that they're doing. They're actually not that bad for the game, etc. Uh, you know, there's good and bad, of course, but um, like the fact that they can't, like that they've been able to cash in on Datacrons has probably kept them from. I don't know, like they bit they Datacrons put them on the brink of like everyone just quitting, anyways. Or at least that's what it felt like, kind of. Right. Um, but but now it's like if if they're not having issues where they're they're not making enough money. Then they're they're like yeah there must not be a problem, right? At the end of the day, like we can whine about things all we want. We could be the vocal minority or whatever they call it, you know, like it, people who are being loud about it. But at the end of the day, they're incentivized to just ignore us because if if people are still spending, then why would they change? Right. I mean that's and that's that is the question. Um, are we spending more than on Lord of the Rings? Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Have, you, have you played Lord of the Rings? Have you tried that? No, I refuse. Okay. I, ref- I absolutely refuse. Um, the second I saw that the no, the no buttons bug is back, and one of the developers came out and said, well, it's really not a no buttons bug. It's your game just crashed, um, and the screen got stuck like that. I was like, "That's okay. That's worse." So it's a a game crashing bug. Like that's you didn't you didn't make that better. Um, but I've already seen their game plan of how it's going to play out, and I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I, I I don't. Thank you, CG. You have ruined. To affirm and collector games for me. Um, plus, I think the animation looks dumb as hell. Uh, for Lord of the Rings, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean that's that's the last of my worries, but I know that that the the way it looks, it that really can't drive the success of games these days with these these fickle youth. Youths. Right. Well, that's I don't I don't care about the graphics overall. Like I don't think I don't think our game has amazing graphics, but it just looks very childish. So I can't even get into the world like to play it without thinking it's very childish um yeah yeah i mean there's one thing to think like yeah that's fine if kids want to play with dolls or whatever but it's another thing to grow ask a grown-ass man to play with a doll (laughs) right but like there's just like this line that you cross you're like well this this isn't made for me and i'm not gonna do it thank you yes exactly It, it doesn't look like it's made for me and that's fine. It doesn't have to be made for me, um, especially since I'm not going to play it. Uh, <laughs> it. It certainly wasn't made for you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I um, I don't know. Uh, CG, especially in the past year, here's the problem. Like a year ago, I felt a lot different about CG than I do right now. Like, I don't think that there has been a single update that hasn't been bugged significantly in the past six months. Yeah, I mean, probably not. I, I don't, it's hard to right. hard to keep track. But yeah, I mean, they, they've had a lot of issues. They, they right. really have. And I have, I've been out in the exploring new games and playing new games recently. And it's so funny, like, the difference in games like they're they're the one game i play the eternal evolution which i actually just stopped playing today because i ran out of time but um like they give they have an update it updates at 3 a.m my time every day you open up the game for the update there's here's the equivalent of here's 500 crystals and Literally, before you enter the game, it gives the um, the log notes of everything that's changed. So you don't have to go to the forums to see what's changed. Like if they added a new character, the entire kit is, you have to read, or it's at least presented to you before <laughs> you even enter the game. They don't have uh, like a mechanic where you have to like scroll all the way through and sigh, like sigh. No. I've, I've read this. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. They don't. You can skip it if you want, but like that's that's so easier. Put the change the for CG. Put the changes into an email, and they don't even they don't even put the patch notes into the the, the game at all. Like it's it's all these stupid things that you go play other games and you're like, huh? They don't do this, huh? They don't do that either, huh? That's weird. Um, that you, you really start to notice how how much you're i don't want to say missing out on as much as how much they don't pay attention to the community right that's that's probably the better way to phrase it well and honestly like there's probably been a lot of business decisions that they've made that they shouldn't pay attention to the community like right like uh, my my guess is that there's not a lot of incentive for them to do it really like and, and not to mention 
I, I mean, we're just a bunch of divisive assholes, frankly. Uh, like, like we are. no, no one can. Everyone can get together to complain about a thing, but when it comes to a solution, I like. There's always going to be this segment of people who are like. There's going to be some people who are reasonable, but then there's yeah. going to be another group of people who are reasonable in a different direction. And that, but, but the, the, those two groups won't even be reasonable with each other about it, and they'll hate each other and be like, "No, this is the fix. No, this is the fix. No, this is the fix." And then there's right. going to be the a holes who are like, "No, both of those things should be given to us." And everything else this game should just be free entirely they should just pay cg should just not charge for any of the packs we should just have everything immediately for free right and you know like that then that's not even counting all the people who like read reddit regularly oh god yeah yep like why why would why would cg listen to us frankly like they, they should just listen they should watch my videos and see how i'm feeling about it and take action uh, you know <laughs> according to that and otherwise you know and maybe listen to the gambit podcast as well and, exactly and then stop like that's what their attention should stop they should th- take that feedback and run back with it and that's it you know yes yeah, exactly that's my that's, level of reasonableness so yeah absolutely only listen to us we're always right right that would be a total um, lay- layup for them yeah right yeah so oh, we don't even have a community manager that does that though. <laughs> he, yeah, I I don't even know what to say, man. Like yeah. they should give him a different title or something. They should give people different titles from what it's like community manager. What what do you do? Like you send right. out some some like messages on the forum. Like sometimes you talk to people like is he supposed to, is it like in his like little objective thing? Like every week spend two hours like talking <laughs> right. to the members of the community. So he just like goes to just the one discord server that he goes to and ignores half the important questions. And just like, he's like, yeah, my, my favorite superhero is Superman. Sure. Yeah. Here's why right. for two hours. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I will. You know, we always say we'll give Meatwad credit when he deserves it. He's actually using spell check on his posts now. So, nice. you know, his posts look a little more professional. He, <laughs> he doesn't make many of them. but <laughs> Grammarly <laughs> has been. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, you know what? We're, we're embarrassed by you. We're <laughs> mandating that you install Grammarly. <laughs> oh, uh, and yes. and take its suggestions. Too bad Grammarly can't format his uh, <laughs> previews on on the datacrons that that are coming out, huh? <laughs> oh, Grammarly's just like, what? What do you mean by this zero? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, that should be obvious to anyone. <laughs> Stupid Grammarly. It doesn't even know what a yeah. freaking zero means in the right. context of of a datacron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We should probably move on from being negative Nancy's and answer some podcast questions. Um oh, yeah, we could do that. Probably. Uh all right. So you actually just recently put out a video for 5v5 offense and defense teams. Um so I'm going to direct everyone to Zareth Prevails on YouTube to watch that those videos. But 
if you had to name one squad on here, um, what do you what are you looking at for a breakout squad this season? I don't know. So I mean, it's different circles. And if it, like, so my my alternate accounts won't touch that he won't they won't see Seer at all. Um, right. Or if I do, it'll just be like, why did you do like why did you think that was good? Like it, it won't really happen. <laughs> but um, my main account, I I feel like she's gonna be a factor. That that's gonna be something that we're all just gonna be like, oh wow, okay, cool. Um. Maybe she'll be amazing, maybe not. I, I think she has a lot of potential, at least potential to confuse people. Like, so here, here's the uh, here's the really rough part about the situation in the game right now is they keep releasing game the or characters, and I, I do like that. I like how they change things up, and I will eventually learn all these kits pretty well. But I just don't have time to read them and try to parse what exactly CG's intent is through them, and so. I usually have to just wait till they're actually out there. And like, I'm sorry to say folks, like the Arnold testing, uh, like on day one is just not enough for me to know what the kit is going to be <laughs> doing. You know, he's like, Hey, I'm testing, yeah. I'm testing this new character. I'm like, I like, that's good. Like a lot of people actually really enjoy that. So like no, no shade on him for testing it. But then I, I get this suggestion a lot that go watch Arnold's video and see what this person can do. And I'm like, I mean, I have a few times, and I'm like that. It it, it does it doesn't do it. Like I I doesn't doesn't cover enough stuff. So I'm gonna like it does, especially in GAC. Like how are you? How are people using it in GAC? He he can't know that. He can't predict right. it. And uh, you know, like he he can try to predict it, but a lot of times, like we're all wrong about that. Um, and not to mention if it has an Omicron, not gonna see that in testing in arena anyways. So, um. I, I'll just have to see, but I feel like Seer is going to... But that's the one that's, like, intimidating me in the back of my mind. I know that you have a different team in, in the back of your mind that um, is kind of terrifying you, so of course you're going to use it. Um, but yeah, for me, my pick is Seer for now. Yeah, I I I am absolutely terrified of Ray Cal's worried Ben Resistance Hero Finn, which reminds me, I need to remod Cal to be slow again tonight. Um Calzori makes me think of Calzone for some reason. Always... Which are delicious. Let's bring it back to the food podcast of last week. Oh um, yeah. We covered lasagna last week. We this can... week's food, Calzones. Oh my god, <laughs> they're so good. It's my my lunch. I actually don't get them for lunch that often because Calzones are big and will make me gain way too much weight, but Right. They would the, be the, my, the they would be my lunch. Yes. Uh they the would be my lunch. <laughs> they would be my lunch of choice every day if I could. Um oh my lord. I, yeah, there's so many good combos. They're they're right. so That's, delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Um but anyway, that that Ray team uh that I'm speaking of the like calzone team. Mm-hmm. The, I I'm fine calling it a calzone team. Actually, that's that's the new name, the calzone team. There we oh, go. Yeah, what whichever whichever is zone you put Ray in, it is it, the calzone. The calzone. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's still stupid. Um, it, <laughs> yeah, that that thing scares me. Um, we're gonna see how it does with. Uh, EP Starkiller. Um, 
because Starkiller was not great against it last 5v5 season. Admittedly, there weren't a lot of um, tests against it because not many people had Cal. Mm-hmm. But And now we have the Maracron. So we'll see how big of a difference the Maracron makes. I think that's... Because um, it is... I mean, in Territory Wars, that team is just like death. Um, actually, it's it's not even death. It is stall. Stall, stall, stall. Um, so we're going to see... We're going to see what happens in GA. Like some people say Starkiller is going to kill it. Some people are like, ah, now that I looked at the kit, maybe it doesn't. I personally am going to keep Reva on offense for it because I think Deathmark will solve a lot of the problems. Um, Deathmark solves all. It, 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 it tends Deathmark to. Deathmark yeah. heals all. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Um, we'll see. It, we'll, we'll have to see. It, it's. God, it is such a brutal, such a brutal team, especially when you mod Cal slow. So, like, you can't even take Kenobi against them because most people, you take Kenobi against them and you're like, all right, just don't leap Cal immediately because he has, you know, the instant defeat immunity. And so you you use your cat to switch with somebody and then Cal takes a turn and then your cat on turn two gets to eliminate if you make Cal oh. slow enough, there's nobody that Cat can switch with to turn two take him out. So now you're waiting till Cat's third turn, and by then, just crap has happened, and you're like a minute and a half into the fight before you even take out the first character. Nice. It is. It is such a fun team, and by fun I mean, God, I don't want to face it. Um, <laughs> like, I really hope I get footage of all nine people who attack that squad. <laughs> this this yeah. GAC. That would be so, fun. So and last last season it wasn't resistance hero fin, it was um JTR that just on the team that just stopped. <laughs> EP Starkiller had like a seven percent winning percentage again it against it in twenty seven battles. Um that's just makes me laugh. Uro Karen's acting like uh, you guys needed to scout your opponents this time. It's making me laugh. <laughs> oh, he's saying he's saying that they you you haven't seen that your guys' opponent hates Ray, and it's <laughs> like you guys are just just like Otsky Patrol. You guys get to you're you're in the relegation round we, or whatever. We we are. I, it's funny because we know a couple people in the other guild, including one of your patrons, and it's like, yeah. sorry, um, but, oh, you know, not it's... not that not your fault, frankly. Yeah, you you'd have won if you could. I absolutely wish we did. Um, it is it is pretty funny though that you look at their GL breakdown and it's fifty JML, fifty C, fifty JMK. 45 Jabba, 47 Lord Vader, 49 Supreme Leader Kylo. So Supreme Leader Kylo isn't even at 50. And then Ray, it's 39. Holy cow, man. <laughs> That's um and they're facing one of the gauntlet guilds with you, right. like you guys probably have 50 of each, is my guess, or something oh, close yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. No, um, you you're not getting into our guild without all every GL. 
um, and and other toys. And this, see, this this matchup is reason number one. I hate the TW matchmaking because it's like they did nothing wrong, you right. know. Um, and it's just hey, we get we get an easy fight, like kind of. CG is saying, screw you. They didn't even win their last match. So a lot of people are under this assumption that you only get these matchups. Like if you do really well, that's that's not how it works. Like it's it just ran it, it's literally down to GP. Like mat the matchmaking, what people don't realize in TW, the matchmaking is down to GP. Like you face the the highest guild that you can face that you haven't faced in the last 11 battles. That's how TW matchmaking works. It, it's that simple. Um, so if you won 20 in a row and then you get a gauntlet guild on their trench, like it, it's just pure happenstance. Um, and that's, that's what we're doing to this poor, to this poor guild <laughs> that we are apparently going to send into a trench. Right, so that so they can do this to somebody else. Oh yeah, it's the circle of life. Yeah, until you get to the bottom of it. Yeah, like right. yeah, just the circle of love and health for this game. No, I mean they they could make it so much better, and I I don't know. Like we've been talking about, like are they going to? Will they ever actually get off their asses and? and work on the pvp things i mean yeah. i say that they have given some love to them here and there i just uh like territory wars though has mostly been just neglected for years oh yeah i mean it's the same exact board as when tw came out they just added 25 teams per zone um i do yeah. i do think that a new guild pvp is coming I really hope that it is soon. I honestly, I think this raid is meant to get people more R8s and R9s so that new guild or PvP comes and that's where R10 is introduced. Okay. If I, I mean that, that we've talked about this before and people are like, are you hearing about this? Is this a confirmed hmm. source? And this is just pure, pure speculation right now. I'm not I'm not saying it's happening. I'm saying that's that's my prediction. Um I I think that's what happens. Yeah, I so it, it's just this weird thing of like okay, where where do we spend all of our omicrons? Like it's not it's, it's like we covered last time we talked about a lot about how PvE is the only real game mode right now. Oh, yeah. like the yeah. pvp is the hobby and the, i don't really mind that too much um uh, you know like i so i just like do my my pve stuff to fund my hobby that's that's fine so it's like a, a really twisted uh stupid uh <laughs> just uh like it's a, it's a version of it's a microcosm of of real life in some ways right. <laughs> you're um, doing your job so you can pay for your hobby right right so yeah it, it's very meta because then um you know, I pay. I'm I'm working my job so I can pay for my hobby. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah. So we're um, it's it's the kind of the hobby. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I I didn't get into this game for the 
you know what i did get into this game for pve because that's all that existed when i first got into it so i guess i can't be disingenuous like that even though i kind of want to but they like these game modes i like for me right now i do think that i would drop the game if there wasn't these game modes that, that really enhance things and and so you have you also have this really crazy bottleneck that is just totally kind of artificial if you want to play the game like yeah. in reality because uh yes like you do need to keep up in GAC you know you want to stay yeah. you don't want to drop into a, you know a rhodium if you're already in kyber or whatever because your payouts are worse but at the same time like as long as you continue to grow your roster and stuff you shouldn't have too much problem with it it's just this interesting thing of like um the omicrons are almost there it's it's just for like this fake thing that for your hobby like they exist for your hobby like who cares what rate we get omicrons on and yet we we put so much emphasis on that yeah um that's true though i will say so pve may be your job to pay for your hobby but if you haven't spent the omicrons you're having trouble paying for your pve because we've so you know clones has done very well um and in fact bad batch Unleashed has hit two sixty five as well. So two of our three I noticed that have hit cool. yeah, have hit two sixty five. Um and so we've had a lot of recruits coming in the door. And the first thing we do is run, you know, a roster search on them. And I can't tell you how many have like one or two or three territory war omicrons, and we're just like, sorry, like that's you know, if you have seven or eight or you know six or seven it's like okay we'll let you catch up on two or three of them but when you come into the door with only one two or three it's like you're not catching up in the next four months sorry <laughs> like you can't you can't join the guild that's also killing it in pb right oh i mean and that that's always been like the biggest farce we've talked about that forever of yeah. of like people saying that they're a pve guild and you know oh no well, we're we're just really good at territory battles yeah yeah like we don't do we don't do territory wars but don't right. worry like we make up for it in territory battles we put forth that much effort but all the people who do like all the pvp guilds do just as well or better than all the self-proclaimed pve guilds like if you're pve guild that what that really means is you don't care about pvp right right like you're, you're not used you're not, like territory battle people are like oh my gosh like let's plan this you know oh yeah like right like hey let's all stream our attacks and hang out together you know like <laughs> the, the pvp is way more i don't, I don't know like it anyways like get yeah pv pve and it is funny, like the all if you want to join your guild, like people have to be good at PvP to be able to join a guild that's just getting to 265. Except for hot ski patrol guys, we we're getting it. We're consistently two sixty five. And all dirty blasters, both of your guilds. <laughs> I think all dirty blasters actually is um a little bit off of the two sixty five mark. Uh, we we were oh, just are, are you falling now that you can't do multiple tents? Once you can't yeah. do multiple tents, yeah, yeah, like we're we're climbing and stuff. It's it will get there yeah. probably sooner than it, the guild, the other guilds at, at that GP level, but just not quite there yet. Fair, but but fair. the leaderboard looks like we're still like number six it, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, you guys put in the work to get there. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like oh we we accidented 
our way into it. Um, no, it I just mean, shows the level of initiative on in that guild as right. opposed to like it compared to like disparity of roster kind of, you know, like they, yeah, they have a, you don't, you don't have to have a good roster to have good initiative right. and everyone who was like, Oh yeah, let's think, let's all punch in and knock this out. Like we'll all pitch in and, and we'll, we'll do this. Right. None of the other guilds at that GP level came even close to that level. So yeah, I can't, I can't really talk down about ODB. It's just, uh, we're, we got a lot of potential. We're just, um, you know, we, we don't quite have the infrastructure there yet. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the next the next thing for this raid is guilds that can hit the mark with two people not involved. Cause so here's CG did the whole thing where you can't join a raid for 48 hours after joining a guild. Mm -hmm. That means anytime you make a roster change, you know, like you send bring in a new recruit, somebody retires, whatever it is there's going to be at least one war that they can't participate in. So the next step is you have to, not only do you have to hit the box, you have to hit the box and be able to do it with only 48 people. Right. Um, and that's, I mean, that's, that's the other reason that it makes it, it honestly makes it so tough because it's not a 50 person thing. You're not trying to get, was it like 5.3 million per people um, or per person? You're actually trying to get like 5.7. And right. 400K doesn't sound like a lot, but when you can only hit five times, it very well could be. No, it makes a huge difference, actually. Yeah. Especially given that limitation. Um, Yeah, like, so So now it's, it's going to have to, it's also like, well, it's so tantalizing because once you start getting to the 5 million mark, like, you're not that far off a lot of times from from really boosting your score a lot because like every time you're able to right. increase your uh, roster's investment level, it's not like going, it's not climbing from 300k to 450 to 600 to 900. Like those are all small, right. like good incremental boosts and they're not to be looked down upon. However, uh, they're not nearly as impactful as going from seven to eight where your total damage goes up by 900,000 a pop. Yep. Right. Yeah. You know, like like if everyone in your guild adds that, you just add 50 million damage to it. I mean, that's <laughs> slight exaggeration, but like, it, yeah, like if, if everyone in your guild has Relic 7 Tuscans and decides to magically make the leap to Relic 8, which I realize is not a realistic thing and it's not really going to happen, right. like especially not overnight. But if you could do that, like that, that's a huge jump. Like that's, oh yeah, that's one third of your way. Just for one little one increment, uh, like that's five relic levels total, and your whole guild it increases like one third of the way toward getting that four fifth or four hundred ten box, whatever it is. Right. Yeah, I I will say, so I I don't think he's released anything yet, but Fatal has Fatal's put a lot of work into this raid, um, and he's actually coming up with splits like he's working on it from the perspective you only get the five hits and what's going to be the most cost efficient for your roster to split up the roster now 
he's working on it from like a getting eight million so that the guild can get the four hundred and ten box type of right. perspective mm-hmm. that isn't going to be realistic for a lot of people. But the splits that he's working on, um, and he's put them in the the freight raid server is there they are the definition of theory crafting like you take boosh off of java and put sortie on java because vip still applies if sortie gets eaten that way you can have a second cartel team with boosh and og boba that ends up getting 1.2 so you get you know 2.7 with the java team still because java just ults twice Mm -hmm. and then you get a boosh team that's getting 1.2 and right there you know if you can do that for a guild right there that's 3.9 million and then you you just throw mando's jkr and one other team which is probably going to be tuscans for a lot of people and it's like oh my god we're at 6 million without even trying it just takes an r8 java team and then who the hell cares with the relics on the others as long as they're what is it r5 for that 1.2 million tier i think yeah yeah, R five. Right. Well, yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's awesome. A fatal. I I will leave that. Leave him to it. Um, yes, uh, that's what I have said as well. Yes, go fatal. Go <laughs> do this so I don't have to. <laughs> so, I mean, while we're putting orders in, um, uh, what I want him to do is make it so that it's consistent, so I don't have to spend fifteen minutes well, trying, trying to make it work. That's that's what he's really doing, and. He also is doing it in a way that um, if you want to remod, you only have to remod one time. So it's like not like you're remodding for every team. He's setting up a hot utils loadout that includes nice. all five teams. So you just remod. You click the remod button once on hot utils, and it's every team. So you can just go bang, bang, bang. You his his goal is hit day three and then hit day one of the next raid that way you also only have to remod once a week i mean yeah he's legitimately put a lot of thought into it he's done a he's done a bang up job um he's just and he's also doing it for so every team is a one-shot team and not an rng fest I mean that to me that's important when I make a guide to something yeah. like I, I always try to look at it as like all right as far as I can tell this is going to be your best shot like yes there's right. RNG but it's never going to have like less RNG than what I'm right. showing you or or it's like the RNG of okay if this happens in the first two moves reset so you know literally within two moves you're not spending five minutes of crap I have to restart it's 10 seconds, crap, restart. 10 seconds, okay, we're good. This is going to be a good run type of situation. Right. Right, yeah. I mean, being able to know the, yeah, the the resets, uh, yeah, whatever, yeah. Um, parameters, that's, that's important. Good. Good for right. him, good for us. Go fatal, keep doing it. I will um, start trying to get more sleep and not worry about the raid anymore. <laughs> Um. All right, let's um let's let's transition to another podcast question and then get directed right back. Um. Yay. So, of all the new characters released this year, 
what team is the most fun for you? So there's, you know, Wookiees, the Saw team, Sana, Seer, um, Night Sisters. And this is different than the last question or a couple questions ago. What's the breakout squad? This one's legitimately what's the most fun in your eyes? Like, I want to use this because this looks <laughs> fun. Not, oh my God, this is going to be terrifying on defense. Well, we don't know about Saw yet, frankly. Like, yeah. You might end up being your favorite because uh, I know that you end up just liking the mechanics of squads. At, you know, you can see beyond the dislike of a per- particular character. Um, but we, we, like neither of us have had Saw. Uh, he was fun in the Marquise yeah. and that's it so far. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's it's got to be Nice Sisters. But like, I just, I'm so excited by him. And, you know, I, I now I have a Relic 5 Marin and... Uh, you know, she is fun. She's cool. She does good work. Um, I don't know. So for me, that's that's probably the squad. I also, in theory, really like the Wookiee team. I, I don't know if it's going to be a practical team, if it's going to be any good. But it looks like a whole lot of fun. Um, probably those two, frankly. I mean. Fair. What about you? Um, Honestly, probably the Night Sister team. I just hope I get to use it because <laughs> I still don't know how I'm beating Lord Vader without right. Supreme Leader Kylo, Daka, and Zombie. Um, I I need to figure that out. And with this Dotcron, in TW, with Dad Bod Boba and his Omicron, it's really easy to use Bounty Hunters against Lord Vader. You just have to time it right. Um it's not as easy to do that in GAC where you don't have the dad bod Omicron. You can do it. It's just much, much, much harder. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, um, so my answer is Night Sisters, but I hope I get to use them. Yep, my sisters in theory. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. We'll see. I I don't really think like so. I I know that Fatal is going to be gung ho, and killing all the Jabba's or at least trying. Right. And I I don't think that's something that I would recommend to most people, especially because uh, I'll also say this: like his he's modded to the teeth, and then he's also going to be reliced to the teeth, like. And those relics really do make a huge difference. If you want to counter a galactic legend, you have to put like the mechanics do matter. Of course they do, but right. as it should be, in my opinion, if you're going to do an off meta counter, either you're really skilled at that uh, at that counter, like because skill can replace relics to some degree, uh, right. or you've really put the investment in. Yeah, one way or another, you put the time investment in to be good with it, or you've put the um, you know, like the resources investment you need. And so like all Relic 5 Nice Sisters, I'm like, yeah, that's not going to kill my opponent's Relic 9 Java team. Like, there's just no way in hell, even, right. though I have, even though I have the Omicron. Have you applied the Omicron on Marin yet? Um, I have not. I'm just, so I'm seriously, I, I, I have three saves right now, which means I'm probably going to spend one um, because I can't right. hoard that many. Like that's, I just can't. Um, Oh yeah, really, they're the gateway to enjoying the game. Right. I've oh. really been struggling on who I want to give it to. I don't there's no TW ones left that I want that I haven't applied yet. So it's mm. it's not gonna go TW because I don't 
You know, I'm not going to apply a T1, TW1 just to apply a TW1 that we're not going to use. Um, yeah, I heard Nebit's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Or like Cal. Like, we're just not placing Cal Fulcrum in Ray because it doesn't make Ray harder. Um, so, I, man, I've really been struggling. Like, I thought about Marin. I thought about Seer. I'm also actually, and I hate I hate myself so much for saying this, I've actually thought about Raider as well, because Raider makes the Zori teams in 3v3, like, easy mode, because they kill Tusken Raider instead of your warrior, and mm-hmm. then Raider comes back, <laughs> as opposed to killing Tusken Warrior, and then you lose the battle. Um, yeah, you're like, oh, that was stupid. <laughs> right. But it's not 3v3, so I might be swayed out of that. No, I mean, that's the one to get, frankly. Like, I, yeah. it's it's kind of a fun novelty thing, I guess, to, to put right. one on the Chieftain to let, to let Jingo do his thing. Um, But, but yeah, like, you just, tus- the Tusken Raider one, it, it is really strong with the new characters. Like, that was, yeah. that was kind of the stuck thinking a lot of people had. They were like, oh, cool, so there's a new one, like, we can make two Tusken teams. You can... It's right, but but the reality is, you just want to use the new characters with the old Omicron and then ignore the rest because Tuskens right. are still pretty garbage, frankly. Right. Like w- yeah. with without the chieftain and warrior to help them, like they they're just they, they need a really crazy Omicron that does some really weird stuff, and even that has been kind of a, a weird and fluky. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I don't know. I I I may not I may just wait this week and not apply an Omicron for this week and think about more how I want to use it. Um because Raiders Raider is seriously high on the list. <laughs> seriously high on the list for me right now. It just it's only three v three and that bugs the hell out of me. You know what team seems like it's been out for forever <clears throat> but hasn't been? Is the Adrad team. Yeah, Admiral Radis is not uh, sped up. It's not whatever that is. The farming is not enhanced or whatever. Like he's he's just one shard, right? One one shard Adrad. Yeah. It's blowing my mind because it feels like he's been in the game for freaking forever. Even though I know he's the pilot for the latest GL ship, and we're getting the replacement for it, so like it's it's slowly being chipped away at you know like yeah. eventually it's eroding he'll be he'll have been out and he'll be um he'll be sped up his farm eventually probably soonish i, I don't know still but yeah it's messing with me I, like it's still been less than a year that he's been out and it just seems like he's been out it's like I've, i must have, i must have used him like four years ago at least right I mean, not not that exactly but yeah anyways um, that's the one I choose. I'm excited to use Adrad. No, I'm not. <laughs> so I I will. So let, let me tell you this though. I have noticed a big difference. I've been trying to pay attention to modding on Adrad, and a lot of people just throw garbage on Jin or yeah, Jin, and, and you know, and on Cassie, and on basically everyone because they they kind of if the perception is they've never really needed good mods, and right. they just have the Adrad. Like they'll put good mods on Adrad sometimes, but everyone else it's like yeah their gin is really slow 
and doesn't do that much damage. And, you know, she's got like a bunch of like purples and blues. It's like some of them beat her up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like, there's no, I mean, and I've been guilty of it too. I'm not, I'm, I'm throwing myself under the bus with everyone else. I just, I've noticed though, that team really starts getting crazy when you can have everyone modded well. It's just like, it becomes impenetrable kind of like you're like oh my gosh the team is operating at such a higher level than i'm used to yeah yeah i mean that's and that's that's the big thing of once once it's dialed in like i I mean it's funny because we're in we're in a group chat that asap is in and Every once in a while, he'll just be like, "Use ad rad," and it's like, "No, no, no, my ad rad is not your ad rad. You don't, you don't understand." <laughs> so once, right. once you get those teams dialed in, like they're legitimate weapons. No, and it, it's I feel foolish, but it's just been a couple like the last few weeks. I've been really, you know, GAC. I've been really noticing and paying more attention to ad rad, and like, oh, yeah. All right, like, well, because well, it's uh, in three v three. I call it the Cassian fallacy. Um, for my all Professor X, uh, I have the Omicron on Akbar and Leia, and yes, it's questionable uh, in terms of decision making. But I did it, and I may as well use it as a resource at this point. So, uh, that they, they don't kill a whole lot, even in threes, even with those Omicrons. Yeah. But um, the one thing that they do that gives me a ton of value is. People make this fallacy of in threes, they'll put Cassian on the team as the third because he's relic eight. Oh yeah. They're like yeah. they're like, well, of course, Adrad and Jin, you have to have them. And then the third has to be Cassian because he's relic eight. Why would I leave a relic eight on the bench? And and then if they have if they use Cassian though, you you just snipe them out. Like it, it is so easy with the Akbar Leia team. Like they're they'll all be relic, right. you know. Relic five on Jin, and then eight and nine on Adrad and Cassian, and I have Relic three on all my characters, and still, <laughs> and I, usually I don't yeah. even put a Datacron on because uh, what's the point? And yeah, you just take them out like without a tank on that team. It's it's really funny. Anyways, yeah. I'm kind of kind of uh, far afield from the question. I apologize for the derailment. <laughs> ah, it's an interesting derailment. That's the important part, right? Uh, I mean, uh, to me, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right let's go into another question of okay if you did we already talk about this one no okay um if you could bring back a single data crown from an expired set and have it active forever which one would it be uh and how would you like it if you could have a spot for a data crown that you can keep forever and every time a set expired the game would ask whether or not you want to replace that single data crown with a new one from a newer set. Oh dear lord! So it's it's basically like a fantasy football keeper league where every year you say I'm keeping this person and you get to keep it going forward. Oh, uh, that's fun. Um, gosh, well, you know what was devastating? What was just inhumane was um. In set two, Jedi Master Luke with, uh, like, I think they had protection as a stat, and they also uh, let us have repost. Yeah. Uh, that 
that was so disgusting man like you people would be like i have so much protection you're like you're actually just dead in one shot like you just tore teams apart it was fantastic ray's like hey i'm gonna give everyone some bonus protection you're like i'm gonna go ahead and not care about that one bit right Uh, probably that was the most that was one of the most impactful ones that that one or like maybe one of the ray ones from set one what like she was just such an engine of destruction and you kind of felt bad for the film almost felt like cheating but she was amazing yeah um my favorite part about that jml one was the super ray was out and everyone's like you can't use jml against super ray and legitimately and for the first month you couldn't because ray goes into her first ult and then you lose your entire jml squad like jml would survive the ult and it, he would just be standing there like Where, where'd my team go um unless yeah. you had a good jolie and then sometimes jolie would survive and then you would just die to the second ult um but oh, it was dirty man so then, good then set two came out and there was one specific way to play jml against super ray where you just call cam to assist and resistance hero fin disappears on like the very first attack yep just um, gone, gone in a ball of fluff yep. just peace and out then, and then you kill a second person on the team and then all of a sudden super ray starts losing all of her super because it was based mm-hmm. on how many people were standing yeah. up and Oh my god, that was so much fun. Um, I was actually... So I was going to say a different repost from set two. Um, oh, CLS had one. I I was actually going to say Mon Mothma. Your favorite, <laughs> your favorite team. That, um, was, that was absolutely... I, I mean, that was worth yeah. it to me to get Relic 7 on not only my main account, but yep. my, my alt for like... Which Relic 7 doesn't exist on that account. Yeah. You know... Yeah, go right. ahead. Talk about it more. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it's God. All they do is use specials, and all they do is assist and hit under protection. I mean, she, she, talk about Datacrons making a team move up on a list, and my God, that that team it still wasn't that great on defense. Like Aiden would still kill it. But mm-hmm. man, you take it on offense, and it killed like everything but GLs. Uh, it was, it was, fan- and she even killed some GLs. Like it was just so much fun, and I love it because it elevated. It wasn't like, I mean, I agree with you on the JML one, but this one wasn't like a. You're not elevating a GL. It was elevating kind of a B team into an A minus team, and I love. That's what I love about Datacron. So if I if I got to keep one, it would be that one. Yeah, well, like if you made a if you made a like a house rule that you're like, all right, guys, like let's not do this to each other. Let's not have Galactic Legend Crons that we right. can keep forever. Like let's let's pick let's pick teams that are all like B minus teams or something, you know? Like yeah. the the Mothma one, yeah, that one does really stand out to me as like the uh, the ultimate turd polisher for the ultimate turd polisher. Yeah, she that's that's right. what she is, and she got a, a datacron <laughs> that did that yeah. for her again. Amazing, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So that that's the one I would be in terms of the like kind of keep one. You know, I 
I would hate that because like everybody would just have kept Lord Vader and with Dodge and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And I would not be playing this game. So yeah, just say no. Just just say no indeed. Um friends don't let friends be dicks, man. <laughs> right. Exactly. Holy balls, um, that would be miserable. Like Yeah. I, yeah. I can I can I mean, get over any other one, but my god. Lord Vader. Let's um, all have a quitting party. Let's go. Yep. Let's go play Hobbit Land or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see if we can get all have furry feet. Maybe I can upgrade. Maybe that's the relic levels for the Hobbits or their their furry feats. <laughs> oh, ew. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm grossed out too. <laughs> even as I'm super amused. <laughs> you said it. Damn it. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Next, next podcast question. Get away from that. Uh, I finally started to feel the crunch of the MK2 pulse modulators. That's the six dot slicing material that nobody wants to farm. That you have to. How do I best boost my income for that? Using shard shop currency feels gross, but with the new raid rewards, it might be the best option. Hold on. Which, which, which one's the MK2 pulse? I, I was thinking I of a different actually, one. I don't actually um, know. I'm trying to look myself. Oh, that's just the red and black one. The one that's uh, he need 20 of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one that's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, so it used oh, to wait. be... No, I might be wrong. Hold on. Uh... Uh oh, the ones you get for guild currency. Yeah, I I just farm them because that also gives me the slicing materials. Um, that's um. Yeah, I mean you you can. I do that when yeah. I'm when I'm being lazy. Um, that's generally how I've been lately. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like so, it used to be a really good deal to buy them with guild store currency or whatever it is. Um. Yeah. We're not we're not getting any of that anymore. So uh you, you could use I, I know that everyone is just stuck on you have to, you have to have to have to spend grand arena currency on Kairos, and you're not totally wrong. It's an amazing way to spend yeah. your your grand arena currency. Um there's also a certain level of joy and, and help, honestly, of buying some of the mod stuff in that store as well. I, I I have in the past been more more opposed to it, but um I mean, mods mods are your lifeblood in this game a lot of times. And if you can if you can get a boost on your mods on something and you're like, oh crap, I, I like if you're like gonna upgrade a mod, there's been a ton of mods I know that I'm like, man, I need to upgrade this. This is like so much potential. And then I'll just I'll like find it again six months later i'm like why didn't i upgrade this it's because i just don't i have the memory of a goldfish like i i don't right. remember that so if i could just spend a little bit of currency to get the upgrade for it right now uh, it's not it's not the very worst thing that i can use then i get six months yeah. of, of use out of that really badass mod but anyways that's um that's one thing you can you know you, you might be able to spend like good gac currency in in moderation i don't think it's a bad choice frankly yeah yeah mm. um yeah i i i used i used my gac currency solely on mod stuff honestly 
Um, okay. Usually it's on. So the other pieces, the, I don't know, what is it? There's the, the purple one and the orange one. And for some reason, whenever I farm them, it seems like the purple one comes a lot more frequently. So I end up having to use GAC currency on the orange one to keep them even. You know, the pieces that you need, was it 50 of to slice up a mod? Um, or to 6E mod, I should say. Um, I spend a lot of GAC currency on that. And then the rest of my GAC currency goes towards the, the materials to slice from like 5B to 5A. That way I don't have to farm those. Cause I just I buy the G I buy Cairo with GET too. So I, I rarely buy Kairos with GAC currency. Yeah, I mean, once you get to a certain point in your farms, and I know that this is way out for a lot of people, but um once you get to the point where you can just use your light side node to um you can just do three refreshes on on that and just farm Kyrotech through that and yeah. then use your GET2 on on the other other Kyrotech. Like you, you really don't need GAC currency for Kyrotech. And I know that's the rich get richer kind of mentality. So um right. you know, I, I do think like at smaller levels, if you're if you're you know, I've had my four million account, it's like Pyrotech is the roadblock right now. That and bronzium wiring are the, the enemy of the people. They are horrible. Right. And like it, you're telling me I'm gonna spend mods, mod materials on something that I could actually use that same currency to buy Kyrotech. Like it's not even a thought. Like Kyrotech is <laughs> right. way more important in that in that case. So sure. just depending on where you are in the game, but yeah, that I mean that makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but but yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm my main. I'm like, yeah, you don't you don't need GAC currency for Cairo, um, right? <laughs> um, yeah. All right, next one. All right, this is a longer one, but I feel like it's a good question. Um, so worth worth the length. So give me a second <laughs> on it. <laughs> length is usually worth waiting on. That's that's. So they say. Um, That's what they right. say. I know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard a complaint I cared about, Zareth. Uh, so there has been great videos lately discussing the many farming prior priorities with the new TB, GAC, and Crate. But it seems all that these videos are very much based on assuming my own personal contribution will greatly improve the guild result, i.e. getting the threshold for raid rewards or bonus missions in TB. For those of us not at the top end guild levels where we will not have a full guild of jobbers or cal requirements at R7 anytime soon, would these priorities change for us as an individual player? For example, does Leviathan become priority number one if the rest of the guild can't uh, fulfill the cal requirements of TB, etc.? So, and that that is a good question because I feel like you've made... I feel like you've made a video within the last two weeks about farming priorities. At yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's 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 a lot of what I've been talking about lately. Right. So, and he makes a good point. Um, in that, sure, it's great to help the guild, but if the rest of the guild isn't 
helping themselves, like, should I focus on me for a little bit? And this is assuming he's not, you know, they're not going to change guilds to go to a better guild, etc. Well, I, I honestly, I, I take a little bit. So well, I'll answer the question as making that assumption in a minute. But I, yeah. I will say I take a little bit of, uh, of, of like, uh, exception to, I, I don't think you should be playing it like in a situation where you feel like your guild is holding you back like that's just going to lead to resentment frustration from you and right. going to lead to them feeling um like annoyed that you're you're just like no i don't want to farm java shut up dude like stop trying to tell me how to run how to live my life or whatever like people don't like that if they don't want to be told how to play that way but they're gonna right. like it and you're gonna be frustrated because you're like man i could be getting so many more rewards I, th I think maybe switching guilds and finding a way better guild is not super re like you're not going to find a, like an amazing huge awesome guild if you're a relatively small account but you can find other people that are like-minded to you that want to be competitive in the raid though they exist and there's a lot of different places you can look to find a guild that's going to help find you know like if you especially if you find a good guild alliance like they'll place you in a guild you can move up in guilds and, and find a good one. So sure. I, I don't know. Like if you have to stay where you're at, we can answer that question. I just, um, to me, you should be evaluating that because uh, ultimately I, I'm much happier being in a guild that I don't feel like I yeah. just have to push everyone to do something, you know, that I want them to do. Like our old guild, like 50 was awesome. A lot of awesome people. And we needed it to stop, frankly. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, we can answer that. What What are your thoughts, though? I'll let you have a turn. Um, I think it would change my farming priorities a little bit. I don't think it would change from Jabba. I think Jabba should be number one because, as we've said many times before, he is not just the raid. He's not just TV. Like, he's He's currently the meta GL defense. Um, and when things change, he'll go back to killing Ray and killing JMK. And, you know, so I think Jabba is, has got to be high up there, but I'd be really hard pressed to say, don't put Leviathan as like one B to Jabba's one A. Um, if you're like, if you're guild, like a perfect example is a guild that's hit 130 million, right? Um just just using this as an example. I don't know if sure. it's the questioner's exact situation, but if your guild has hit 130 million, it's 135 million to the next box. I would say screw working on raid teams for a little bit and go get Leviathan. Um no, I I mean it, it would frustrate me like i i've always like hot ski patrol has has always been pretty good at like people are like yeah all right all right we'll, we'll reprioritize you know like I, I need a couple sharp pokes with a stick to to get them there sometimes but usually they're just like all right all right that will we, they'll see sense um yeah but but at the same time it's um if the, if I wasn't in a guild like that and and I was just stuck yeah I, I think I think Leviathan would be probably one the number one priority but you're right though i think i think the hut cartel 
regardless. Like it, it was yeah. amazing. I, I preached it way before the raid was even like a thing at all that, that we knew right. it was going to be a thing. It was like, oh, hey, look at that. Hunt Cartel's going to have even more value. Uh, but it it's always been amazing. It was always the number one. Like I've I've heard a lot of people saying recently, like, oh yeah, like Dubba is is suddenly the most important. I'm like, no, he's been the most important for months. <laughs> right. Right. Like, uh, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Like get get your Jabba, and then you know you can always lead by example and try to shame your way into people actually working on him and working on the on the results. Um, the other thing you have to keep in mind that we we don't know when they're going to swap it out but at some point they're going to give us a new a, a new raid and it, there's going to be a certain point in time where it's like all right guys i don't know what, if you haven't farmed java yet i don't know what to say like uh, my mind is blank for you I, i'm just like so weirded out by the fact that you just refuse to do it however if you haven't done it yet at yeah. this point in time, maybe Jabba is going to always be good, regardless of the raid. But but like Tuskins or something, you're like, all right, you haven't worked on this, and now you shouldn't work on this because you're only going to have a couple more months of use for it before the next big thing, and the raid switches, and your guild is no longer participating in that. Right. Yeah. You know, like we'll, we'll get five different teams we have to work on in a year or something like that. It is my assumption, at least. Uh, yeah, I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah, like we'll get like the Gorax raid from uh, that's like a super obscure reference to um the old Ewok uh adventures <laughs> movie, the straight to TV movies that they did. Yeah, um, oh God! Oh God! Yeah, Making but... an Ewok with that looks like it was sewn by a blind dude. <laughs> uh, there's there's so many issues, but um. <laughs> But I, I'm just thinking, like maybe Leia's gonna be, you know, if if we do, if the rumors are true or the the speculations yeah. are true, we get GL Leia, which would be awesome, and then you know it would be like the Endor version of Leia in theory, and so like the Ewoks would be part of it. I don't know, um, but yeah, there there will be a certain point where you're like, all right, guys, like if you don't have Tuscans, don't bother doing that now. Like, unless you want them for GAC or something, because that they're not, the raid is about to wrap up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is an interesting thought of like, so some of these teams like Jawas are like, hey, look at us. Like, you should relocate us. And I'm like, no, I will never no, do that. Nobody has ever said that. Um, Even the people <laughs> with relocate Jawas are like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, they're like I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> um, though this that does bring up a discussion I was having, uh, on the TB server earlier today of the rewards for getting the next box. Like once you hit one thirty, the rewards for getting the next box, whatever the next box is, whether it's the two sixty five, or if you're hitting two sixty five and it's the four ten, um. Yeah. If it only costs you one team to get to the next box, like as a guild, everyone has to upgrade one team. The rewards pay for themselves in a month. Like this raid is very much kind of, or kind of like an investment account where you put the resources in early and it pays out over time. Like 
quadruple the re or much more than quadruple the resources that you put into it because like somebody did the math and the rewards the mk3 increase you get from the next box pays for an entire team to go from r7 to r8 in a month I mean that's that's pretty damn compelling, frankly. Like that's, it is. That's really it nice. Is. It absolutely is. Um, and so, but I every, mean, everyone has to do it though. Like, well, that's everyone has to buy in. That's that is the catch. Everybody's got to buy in. Um, which is why we've had the discussion in our guild, and even we're not pushing the four ten box right now. Like, we we're one of the top four guilds score wise, and we're even even we're not pushing the top box because, or the next box yet, because Jedi Cal is coming out and Leviathan's coming out. Like we're, we're playing the wait and see and see if it's worth it type of thing. Cause right now it's not worth getting the next box. If it costs you Leviathan or it costs you Jedi Cal um, in our situation. But if you're at one thirty, it might, it might be worth, you know, it might be worth that. Applying R8 to that Mando team or whatever it is to the get one, you to 265. The jump from 130 to 265 is probably the most intimidating. Like, yeah. Now, now when I look, like, so Hot Ski Patrol barely made it. Like, I, I had to make, like, my own meme. Right. Bernie saying, we're again asking you to hit the effing raid. Right, because uh, people are do it, but but once we once we started doing that, now like we we just casually get like we we've been getting we've been getting more and more just to, you know the the yeah. guild's getting better, and I, I think I think that uh, you know we we're gonna have to do some pushing, and I mean like I'm I'm not even getting eight million right now. I could I could get over eight million if I like really wanted to, but I I don't want to right. that bad. I really just don't. <laughs> right. You know, I, like it's enough yeah. to get to 65 and I'm going to still build my stuff at, to get more and more, but, but like, it's just not worth the headache right now, but I, I think we'll get there. Like, I think going from 265 to 410, it's like, all right, well, I already have the teams built. Like, let's just add some relic levels. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm, I'm kind of the same in that I am building up my raid team or my raid my raid not ray um i'm building up my raid teams but i'm not restarting runs like i'll get my max score with maul because that's easy i get my max score with java because that's stupid easy then i get 600k with jawas on tier two because that's easy and i don't need to get more with them and push more um and then with old republican tuscans i just kind of take if my first run is a decent score, like I don't care about getting 1.2 with Old Republic. If if I come in at 950k, I'm like, you know what? First run, let's save the headache. I'm keeping it. Um, and with Tuscans, if I get over 650k, I'm just like, screw it. I'm I'm keeping it this time. I don't care. Um, it's not worth resetting and resetting and resetting because our our guild will hit the 265 box. Like that's not a question. So. I don't right. have to I don't have to worry about resets, thank God. Um and that that saves a lot of the stress and burnout. Once your entire guild gets it comfortably, it really does save like I did I think on this raid that we have active right now, I did a total of 
three resets. And one of them was because um, I was an idiot and fat fingered a button that screwed a mall run. Um, otherwise, it's just like, yeah, all right. I hit six. I hit the 6.2 box. That's that's my only goal. Like hit 6.2. I've easily contributed what I need to for the guild hit 265. I hit that personal reward and yep, that's all that matters. I kind of like that the personal rewards are a little bit tailored uh, to to like what all, everyone needs in the guild to be able to like reach the next milestone. It's like, hey, uh, if you want the two sixty five box, uh, it, then everyone needs to contribute what, like five point something, five point four, five point seven. Yeah, I don't know, but so you you can it, it gives you feedback in a way. It's like, hey, you get this reward, and um, you know, you get. So have you been? Have you been going in and every time you get your personal reward to be clicked on all of them, just like in like conquest, you can click, 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 click and get all the rewards. Um, or do you just leave it till payout? Oh no. I, I, as soon as there's a little red one there, I go in and click. Uh, see, I, I just leave it. I've just left uh, it. And then it, and then you, it saves you all these clicks. Cause then it's not, they don't send all the individual rewards right. to you. Um, it, they just, bunch them all up in one thing in the mailbox and just click accept so unless you're unless you really need it you can just wait for a couple days and it all just appears in your inbox that's fair that makes sense i just i hate the little red number one i I think you can actually click into it and then click out and then it doesn't (laughs) have the red one anymore well then it's more clicks well uh, you just do it one time like you would make your runs make your runs and then you're like okay well i passed the the line that I need to, so you yeah. click that and then and then you're good. But yeah, I, so the one nice thing is though, like so the the thing that clued me into it was I actually didn't claim one of them at one point. Oh. Like I, I just didn't notice that it wasn't there, and so the inbox when the inbox came, uh, it was like, hey, like congratulations, here's your big guild reward. But then it also just had like a one-off, just random. It was like, here, have 50 Mark threes, <laughs> or they might be yeah. Mark ones. You're not sure, um, <laughs> you know, but the, it's like, here, have this. I was like, oh, yeah, I totally earned that. I just apparently didn't collect it. So uh, like your rewards are safe regardless. I don't know if I'm brave enough to try that, to test that in GA, or in Conquest, but now I'm like, definitely oh. not. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. All, all of those rewards are just so damn good. Uh. I, I, you know, it's too late because I've already collected the entire crack, but there's there's some of the ones in Conquest that are just like, here's five stun guns. I would try, test it on that. Just not click it. Yeah, you're right. So I don't but, think the red button goes away on that one. I think the OCD It, it does not, and so I, I, I wouldn't actually test it, but I wouldn't be afraid to test that amount. I should yeah, you're that right. Way. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. We have one last podcast question and then we can get out of here. Um, all right. So would you support introducing a quote unquote easy mode in GAC? So it gives less rewards, but reduces the difficulty by, for example, removes datacrons or remove numbers of teams on the board. So something that would just make it easier and you would only get matched against those that chose the same difficulty level. Do you think this could help alleviate the burnout? I don't like that at all. Um, I <laughs> I don't know. I would never play it. I'll say that. I could see a lot of people playing it though. 
I I could see a lot of people choosing that. Um, that's the thing though. Like the the difficulty is what drives people to spend money, and I'm not saying that I want everyone to just go and give CG all their dollars. I don't really care if you have the willpower to say no, then good on you. Like, don't come whining to me when you can't keep up with the spenders. <clears throat> and don't go bad-mouthing the spenders. I think that that drives me even more crazy when people are like, stupid people, stupid whales, like, keeping wow. this game running. Like, it, it drives me a little crazy. But one way or another, like, if you don't want to spend, that's fine. However, this game needs people to spend. And, like, tough GACs is something, one of the reasons people are going to spend. So, I don't know. Uh, plus, I like that we're all united in in one big bowl of you know like we're all connected like my alt could conceivably face my main account at some point it could so like i said i would never i would never choose this game mode but how many people do you see right now that don't even try in gac um right so why why would it matter would they, would they suddenly try if they had like suddenly Omicrons I mean, just don't work or something? They probably would or if it was like half the teams mm-hmm. um, because I, something needs to be done with the burnout um, and like you said PvP has turned into the hobby um, and people are just not playing the hobby like it's not this isn't even a like Oh, let me just look. Like I you see the complaints from tons of people of what's this person doing in Kyber 2? What's this person doing in Kyber 3? Like those people are spending money, but they're not interacting with GAC because they don't have time. They don't want to deal with datacrons, like whatever it is. Like if they're if they made an easy mode that gave out less rewards, I don't think it would actually I don't think it would stop spending money. Uh, people from spending money because they're they're now getting less crystals for the rewards, so they're they're getting less. So to keep up, they would actually end up having to spend more if they wanted to. Um, I think, yeah, I I don't like I said I would never I would never play it. I don't think it's I don't think it's that off of a bad idea though. I I think. I think it would keep people playing the game that currently now are just saying, I don't want to deal with 15 teams in 3v3 GAC. Um, because those GACs take a long damn time. Like I, I speed run my GACs and 3v3 still takes an hour and 20 minutes. Um, Plus, now you have a raid, and there's territory battle during GAC, or there's territory wars going. Like, there's so many time commitments on the game. If they offered an easy mode that is less rewards, I think it would get played a lot and actually be really well received by a lot of people in the game. I mean, I, I guess, I, I guess, I, I don't see it as the game or something i i don't know like i i'm like really you, you want to get a, like you want you want to escape from this like just want <laughs> I, it just kind of annoys me i'm like why, why can't you play 
play the game like a man. No, I, not not really that. Just uh, I, I want people to, you know. Uh, I, I guess there's this certain level of apathy from the community that that just makes me real sad sometimes. Like uh, it's understandable. I uh, like I feel it sometimes too. So I'm not even like totally exempt from it. I'm just being a hypocrite. Some some at least, but. I just uh, like I don't I don't love you know I guess the the people I make videos for I'm like hey let's let's go let, like let's let's do our best in GAC like we're, let's do it guys and everyone's like yeah let's do it and I don't want to make videos for people who are like I'm like hey like hey could you make a video for easy mode on GAC uh, like they're the person who gets like tossed out the window from the evil corporation you know yeah, but um, you can't always be turned on. That's the problem. In this game, you have to always... Like, since they changed GAC, you have to be turned on. You either have to be turned on from GAC or you have to just not care at all. Like, the, those those are the two options. There's no in-between. It's either go, 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 or I just have to not attack and intentionally lose. So, I guess it would depend for me, uh, ultimately. So, I... I I think I could be talked into it, frankly. Like it, it kind of just sparks this annoyance factor in me that I have to repress a little bit. I think uh, to even, but once I do, like if, if I could think about it rationally, I think we would have to make it so that, uh, like, like for it to be more palatable, the the rewards would just have to be substantially less. Like well, that, that's, yeah, that would be yeah. the main thing. Like if it's the same rewards, then it's like, well, why don't we all just choose that? I guess. Like I I don't right. want to. I don't want to suddenly just be in the same group as like the four other people who like GAC a whole lot. No. They would just play it for free, you know? I, yeah, I do think it would have to be like if you, you're you placing half the teams, you're getting literally half the rewards. Right. And if that was the case, then you can make the argument like, I know you don't like GAC, but you would really benefit from playing it, <laughs> actually. Like from playing real GAC. So... You know, I I think I could get behind it. Uh, my initial reaction is probably not the true, real reaction that I want to have. I, I just um, I don't know. I I I've always been against cutting corners. I don't want to cut corners. Like if you watch watch my videos if you've been following my channel for a while. Like I, you know, that what I do is I don't I don't put out low quality crap. You know, I I can't do it. So I cutting corners. If if it sounds like cutting corners, then I'm probably going to just be fundamentally against it. That's all. Though I think if you're spent, if it's not cutting a corner, if you're getting way fewer rewards, though, I think that that's the distinction right. I have to make. Right, and that's that's what it is. I think it. I mean, if the option is I'm going to choose easy mode or I'm just not going to interact with the mode at all, I think it's better to have an easy mode because I, I think you're right. Step step two after I'm just not going to interact with this game mode is I'm just not going to interact with this game. Um, uh, I think I think that it has some validity, despite my knee-jerk reaction. I think I could be talked into it. So, yeah, You're right. Um, but again, it's also something I would never actually jump into. <laughs> um, so there is also there is also that. Uh yeah. All right. So that's that's our last podcast question. Conveniently, we're right at the two hour mark. It's almost like we're professionals at this or something. Um 
if by if by doing it for you know however many years means we're professionals that's sure. what it's three years in august august yeah three years oh. in august yeah oh, we must be fancy that's we must good. be we must be production um, value has increased zero it's absolutely zero. <laughs> Zareth has gotten a new camera. That is that is the production value in the last three years. One of us got a new camera. Um, <laughs> don't yeah, don't act like it's zero, guys. <laughs> uh um, yeah. All right. Thank you everyone for joining us. Uh it was a good week. Don't forget to sign up for GAC if you're listening to this before the GAC signups. If you're not. Don't forget to change your defenses so that your five v five teams aren't missing datacrons. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't, also, don't be dicks, guys. Yeah, and remember, evil sucks. Uh, he he's the one that convinced me to start thinking about the Raider Omicron. So he he really sucks. Um, oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. Um, words to live by, folks. <laughs> <laughs>